What's up, everybody? This is Jonathan Evans. Excited to be back with you. We're just having devotions, talking about the the account of Jesus walking on the water in Matthew 14. He wants to show his disciples that following Jesus doesn't mean you don't meet resistance, that being obedient to his will and his word doesn't mean that you don't find yourself in instability and where you're getting beaten up by life circumstances. A lot of times, when you experience resistance, that's a lot of evidence of spiritual persistence. And God is teaching that to his disciples because they're getting ready to get a great call on their life, a great commission. You know it well in Matthew 28. Go ye therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them all the things that I have commanded you. This is what they're about to go do. And there's, there's a lot of rocky circumstances that come with that. If you read any of the book of Acts, you see that as soon as they get started, uh, the world falls down on them. They experience getting beaten. James got stabbed. They're getting thrown in prison. I mean, things got tough on them as they were obedient. And I think about my own life and, and being obedient to God and how tough it was to walk away from the NFL because I knew God was calling me in a different direction, how tough it was to handle certain things in, in my personal life and my marriage a certain way because I know that that's the truth. And God's word has told me to handle these things that way, but it doesn't, doesn't mean it's not rocky. And so I wanted to encourage everybody through this story, and we've been talking about that the last couple of podcasts and talking about these disciples being obedient and find themselves finding themselves in a storm. But when they found themselves in a storm, Jesus came at the fourth watch of the night in the fourth quarter, and uh, he came walking on top of their circumstances. You may feel like your circumstances are on top of you, but Jesus wants you to know that he's on top of your circumstances, that he is with you. And the disciples, when they saw him, even though Jesus was coming towards them, they thought it was evil working against them. Uh, because you're just in a bad, they were just in a bad situation. They were in such a bad situation that when they saw Jesus walking on the water, which I can kind of understand, you see s- somebody walking on water, you're automatically going to think it's, it's, a, it's a problem or something different. But it was actually Jesus coming to save them when they thought it was something coming to hurt them. In verse 26, they said, when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were terrified and said, it's a ghost. A ghost there is a distorted reality. They distorted the truth coming towards them because they were looking through the bad weather that they were experiencing and the trial that they were experiencing. Be careful that your trial doesn't make you distort the truth. I can't tell you again how many times I've talked to people and people have talked to me and we'll start justifying our way away from the truth because of what we're going through. Yeah, I know the Bible says that, but I'm not really interested in that right now because what I'm going through needs something practical. What I'm going through needs something real. So we'll actually distort the truth that has the ability to pull us out of the rocky circumstances that we're in because of the rocky circumstances that we're in. But we should actually do the opposite. But they thought it was a ghost and they were afraid. But what they thought was a ghost said to them in verse 27, uh, but immediately Jesus spoke to them saying, take courage, it is I, do not be afraid. I love what Jesus says here because he didn't stop the storm with his words, but he stops the storm on the inside of them with his words. His word came to them and it said, take courage because courage is what you need when you're being obedient to God in a storm. He says, it is I, 
It's the truth. Don't worry. It's not a distorted reality that you're looking at. I know what you're going through is hard, but it is I. It is the truth. It is the thing that's coming to save you, not to hurt you. Okay? It is the thing that can save you. And so it is I. And he says, do not be afraid. That your circumstances may be hard, but I don't want you to be afraid of those because I am on top of your circumstances. This is a call to faith, to trust, to understand that what we're looking at is true, even though what we may be going through is tough. And so God speaks to their emotions, their inside. He speaks to the inner man, even though he does not change their external circumstances. And I know that, you know, me in my life, I'm like, God, please forget all that. I want you to change my external circumstances. I need you to make this better. I need you to make this go smoother. I need you to fix my external circumstances. And if you fix my external circumstances, I will be better on the inside. But that's how God teaches us not just to depend on happiness, but to actually have joy. Happiness is determined based on what's happening. But joy means that things can be chaotic on the outside and you can be at peace on the inside. That's why the Bible says a peace that surpasses all understanding. Why is it a peace that surpasses all understanding? Simple, because I don't understand why I have peace. And so Jesus is teaching that all of this is teaching moments. And we have to look at this and put ourselves in the disciples position. Jesus is teaching us how to prepare for the call that he has for us, that there are going to be resistance. There are going to be rocky waters. But if you believe on me and if you understand that I am on top of it, that I am greater than your circumstances, then people will look at you and say, how could they be going through this much of a storm and have this much joy? It's because you know God's word is true. You know that you're no longer looking at a distorted reality. You know that Jesus is walking on top of your circumstances circumstances because Jesus wants them to take courage even though the storm is still raging. I remember my dad talking about Karis, my niece, and I remember we talked about her in the, the previous podcast, but Karis, she was afraid of the dog that we had growing up. We had a little toy poodle growing up, wasn't by my selection. I had two sisters, so they selected him. If it was me, it would be a pit bull or a Rottweiler because that's just what I do. But either way, we had this toy poodle growing up, selected by my sisters. Let me repeat that. And Karis was afraid of this toy poodle because this toy poodle was barking and making all this noise and chasing her around the house. So she was crying because this poodle was chasing her. And because she was so small, the poodle looked big. And so because of her size, the situation that she was in was magnified, but she ran into Poppy's arms. That's what she calls my dad. She calls her Poppy. And she jumped up in his arms and she's crying and she's crying and she's crying because of this big circumstance that she was going through. But when she recognized that she was higher up because she was in Poppy's arms, she looked back at the dog and she still was crying a little bit, but then she looked back at Poppy. And then she was gaining a little bit more confidence. She looked back at the dog and she stopped crying this time and she looked back at Poppy because she realized that now that I'm in Poppy's arms, I'm a lot higher than my circumstances. Then the next time she got confident, she looked back at the dog and said, nah, 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 because she knew that she was in a greater place by being in the arms of her Poppy than she was being out there alone, being chased by that dog. Poppy made the reality of the circumstance not go away. The dog was still barking, but he just changed the positioning of where Karis was in her circumstance. You have to understand that when Jesus here is saying to the disciples, take courage, guys. It is I. It is the truth. 
do not fear. He's changing not their circumstance, but their location within the circumstance that they're in. That they're still out there in the water, but he's letting them know that you are in my arms. You're still in your circumstance, but I'm letting you know that I'm so much taller than your circumstance that even though the dog is still barking, even though you're still going through what you're going through, what you're going through will look a lot smaller to you because now you've been relocated in the confidence of my arms. And so Jesus was saying that to them in verse 27. And I want to make sure everyone listening to this right now can have the same confidence. Take courage. It is I do not fear. There's no reason to fear, guys, because Jesus has it under control, even though the circumstance to us feels like it's out of control. Once we place our life in his hands and once we put ourselves in the right positioning, once we know, you know what, we're no longer going to justify our way out of the truth. It's not a ghost. It's actually Jesus coming to save us, not something coming to hurt us. And we place ourselves in the context of God's word and continue to be obedient. We'll realize that Jesus's positioning on top of our circumstances can reposition us in such a way where we'll know the dog is still barking. But we can say, nah, 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 because we know that we're OK because of who he is. You have to be steadfast. You have to be unmovable and always abound in the work of the Lord because God is greater than the circumstances that you're facing. God is saying to you, take courage. It is I do not fear. Let's continue to talk about this because I'm not done yet. I want to walk through this whole story because this story is going to have major impact, not only on my life, but I believe on everyone's life who's taking the time to listen to this podcast. Thanks, guys. We'll see you shortly. If it looks too difficult, they want to give in. But Christ didn't take the loss on the cross for you to stand still as if he didn't win. But he did win. Born again. Free from sin. Live again. Fear no man. Salvation. But it's time for you to start crossing. Call a jaywalking.